0: I
1: have a great idea but I'll never do The the my butt. I don't I don't see it happening.
2: Hey, hey, hey everyone, it's me John
1: and me Louise.
2: And you're listening to I have a great idea but I'll never do it. Live uh no we're not live. Nah. Coming to you through your headphones <laughs> and car stereos and computers. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, hey, hey Louise, how you hey. doing?
1: I'm pretty good.
2: What's new? What's what's cracking?
1: Well, I'll tell you what's new and it's gonna lead me into my first idea. <gasps> oh
2: boy. Launch so, right
1: into it. Last night, Christopher and I were just beginning. Season four of The Sopranos. Yes, okay. we've never seen it, and we're that far behind on life. <laughs> and all of a sudden, drip, drip from our ceiling, all of a sudden, cracks open in the living room, stream, like, Rainforest Cafe style. down. Rainforest
2: Cafe, mentioned in the last episode.
1: <laughs> so we're grabbing buckets and pots and oh my bowls, god! and we're trying to do this. Um, Needless to say, didn't see that episode of Sopranos, but <laughs> stellar new idea based on need. It's called, or we can change the name, but I called it the indoor gutter. And it's basically <laughs> a a tarp or a, a hammock of some kind that you can suction cup onto the wall or 3M mount in a way that's not going to ruin your wallpaper or your paint. And create sort of a high level to a low level. And at the bottom, there's a little drain spigot hose so that you can catch all of it Mm -hmm. and then drain it to one area. Um, In my particular apartment, we have a, a center wall that divides the 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 larger space. So we have a smaller office area and a smaller living room, but it's clearly, and it's not a support bearing wall. It's just there to separate the space. And I was like, ah, if we could just these two like pieces of a hammock, because the like crack went all the way cross our living room and then was like showering uh, in in like a line instead of just a corner running down a wall it was it was in the middle of the room and i was like if only there were a way to get all of this so but- Is everything
2: okay now?
1: Indoor gutter. Oh, yeah. There was a rigmarole at like 1130 last night of (laughs) running upstairs to our neighbor's house. And she Uh was like, oh, I think my refrigerator is leaking. And so there was like water on the floor and she got her neighbor. And then uh, turns out, we think, we don't know. Also, our upstairs neighbors are lovely. Um, Mm -hmm. We think what happened was that her sink somehow clogged either with like a sponge or a towel or or Hmm. gunk over time and that since she is a new yorker and gets takeout and goes out for her coffee and whatever else that it just slowly filled like not enough of a leak that you would think i don't know i use my sink a lot so i don't know how it happened but i imagine that if your kitchen is not mm-hmm. in your main space, and you don't hear it because you're a little older and maybe hard of hearing, or it's just such a slow build. But mm-hmm. um, we think that that the sink is what, what did it and then spilled out into the kitchen floor and then came down in the center of our apartment.
2: Oh, man.
1: Um, uh, a great idea comes from need.
2: Look at that. At late late at night before we record. Yeah. And it's also funny because I thought that I was going to have to cancel because we had a leak going on because uh, we have one of those refrigerators that like dispenses water and it's like a great convenience, but lately it's been like really sluggish and we're like, man, this thing just sucks. And it turns out that there's like a crack in the little like hose that brings water to it. And that's been slowly dripping and leaking onto a drop ceiling tile in our basement. And uh, Laura recently was just like, uh, this is wet and terribly moldy. So a plumber is coming, uh, in 10 minutes. (laughs) And, uh, this is Laura's first week back at work after being on maternity leave. And she wasn't going to be able to be there. So I was going to have to be there. And then um, Laura actually got sick and is luckily feeling better, a little bit better now. It doesn't have a fever, but still has to like kind of stay home for the day. So she's like, I'll take care of the plumber. And I was like, yes, don't have to cancel with Louise.
1: (laughs) Mother, working girl, plumber attendant.
2: Plumber attendant. Uh, This
1: girl girl has it all. Don't ever lose her.
2: She certainly does. She's like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll take care of that. I was like, heck yeah,
1: yes, wife.
2: <laughs> so um, yeah, I don't, I don't have any ideas. Come this is on, like
1: making me feel like we're we're such good friends, and the universe keeps connecting us
2: <laughs> in the worst ways. Well, that's an awful way.
1: It's not all the ways can be good.
2: The, I guess that's true. <laughs> But yeah, uh.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know,
2: plumbing incidents, they happen. Um, yeah. And But yeah, so just a, a little update. We're just, what's today's date? The 19th in a few days. Maggie's going to be three months old. Whoa. I know, and she's, like, doing great and killing it, and we took a trip to the East Coast for her to visit her family, and unfortunately, Louise decided to go to the West Coast that weekend.
1: I don't know. Ships
2: passing in the night.
1: Two ships passing for a moment in the distance. I don't know. (laughs)
2: Um, But I, I teased up in the last episode that I had some baby related ideas Yeah. so I'm just gonna go ahead and launch with it and some of these are actually a little moot now that time has passed and I've figured things out with Maggie to a certain extent
1: a new dad this is true so a newer dad a newer dad you're still new
2: look in the past three months like thousands of dudes have become dads yeah Yeah. So, uh, when you are bottle feeding a child and let's say you have filled it to three ounces, but you're just like, I only want to give them one ounce and then I'm going to burp them or something like that. But when you're, and when you're holding the bottle vertically, there's little like markings to show you how many ounces there are. But when you're holding it horizontally, which is how it is when you're feeding them, you have no idea. No. No. So rather than like taking it out and freaking the baby out and making them go nuts and like checking to see where it is, there needs to be lines on the side, which understandably the bottle would need to be at a very specific angle. So you would need to have a level on the bottle.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. So it's a... It's something that's severely lacking in the baby bottle industry.
1: Yeah, or I feel like there's got to be some... You know how they make ergonomic keyboards? There's got to be some yeah. like design where it's like this is the exact degree level for which you hold to feed a baby, and then you can have the the slightly horizontal lines in a different color from the vertical lines mm-hmm. with the level so that it's, it's measuring... It's measuring it still.
2: Right. Or just some sort of like electronic device that Oh, that can, measures the volume? That measures the volume. Yeah.
1: Dang, this is so great. People would buy this.
2: I think so. It would have certainly helped. Trust me. People spend a ton of money on baby stuff that they use for like a week and then never use again. hmm And I should know because that's my life. That's what I've been <laughs> doing.
1: I wonder if there's some sort of small business that we could. Oh, maybe not, though, because it's bodily fluids. Sometimes I was going to say I was just listening to a podcast about arbitrage. Is that what it's okay. called when you like buy low, sell high? Yeah. If you could buy a whole bunch of of one week old used baby things and then sell them at a higher price. Because people are just trying to like ah, I never use this. I'll get rid of it for 10 bucks. Yeah, and then you well, can sell it for like 60 bucks.
2: I don't know uh, how it is in New York, but here in Portland, we have a ton of baby consignment stores. Mm. And they definitely have bottles there.
1: I mean, I guess you wash them. I mean, ugh.
2: Yeah, you sanitize them.
1: Yeah, people are... I feel like in New York, and maybe it's just because that's not the universe that I'm in right now, Mm -hmm. but I don't see baby consignment stores. Well, I feel like I was even...
2: I think that I was even aware of them even before it was relevant to me.
1: Yeah. I They're just like,
2: everywhere. You're like, what's like- that? And it's like, oh, it's a baby consignment store.
1: Cool. <laughs> cool.
2: Cool. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. I have I have all the time and money in the world. <laughs> 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 um so yeah, that was my my first baby bottle idea. I have another baby bottle idea that I could just kind of knock out of the way right now.
1: Give it, Pair get it out it of the way. Yeah. So
2: uh, when you are filling bottles or, uh, milk storage containers, if you are in a, uh, in a family that pumps milk, um, you need to keep track of the dates that you are pumping because they're only good for so long in the refrigerator or whatever. So, um, we ended up having to either get pieces of tape and write on them and then remove the tape before we wash it and blah, 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 and so on and so forth. Or use a label maker to print out the date, stick it on top, take that off but before you wash it or else it gets all weird. So they all need to have lids that are dry erase.
1: Ah, oh, what a great simple fix.
2: I know. That's get
1: amazing. Get on it,
2: baby industry. yeah. Super easy. Super easy. Yeah, and right now, when I take Maggie to daycare, I have to make sure that her name is written on her bottles. And after, like, a wash or two of the bottles, the name comes off. You know, even writing it with permanent marker. That ain't Mm -hmm. permanent. FYI. So, um, well, I guess dry erase would still have the same issue. So, anyway, no, just for the (laughs) bottle tops for storage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's such
1: a, like, what an easy thing. I know. Ah.
2: I am a big fan of dry erase, FYI.
1: Yeah. It's good stuff.
2: <laughs> it's good stuff.
1: It's good stuff. <laughs> can have like different colors.
2: You can, can ha- you can do whatever. You can there's dry erase paint. You can paint your wall with yeah. What? Uh-huh.
1: I didn't know that? Yeah. Wow.
2: Isn't the world crazy?
1: I mean, I was thinking in my <laughs> head, you definitely wouldn't want chalk stuff for a baby because you get like little dust chalk particles yeah. everywhere. But dry erase, that's where it's at. And I was like, man, I wish there was something like fun about it. Paint. Whoa. I am
2: almost positive that that exists.
1: Into it. Yeah. Wow. Cool.
2: Uh, Before we move on. I just want to acknowledge that we have received a voicemail at 304-804-IDEA. However, right now I'm recording in my office and don't have my normal setup, so I can't hook it up to play it. So on the next episode, we will for sure be able to listen to said voicemail. Unless you want to do it like old-fashioned style and I just hold up the phone to the microphone.
1: We, We can wait. I mean, I can wait. I don't know if you can wait. I wonder if the caller can wait.
2: Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Okay. Um, While I'm doing that, do you have any cool idea stuff that you want to talk about?
1: I do. Um, Okay. I know that people have been... Not this is like before if you have an old car, let me just jump in. If you have an old car Uh and doesn't have a little TV screen in it with the GPS built into the car, you have a little Garmin or you have your iPhone that sticks in a little tray or on a suction cup to your windshield to show you on the map where you're going. Mm -hmm. Why don't we have those clips for commuter bikes? Huh? Because sometimes When I see people on their Nike bikes, what do you guys have?
2: We have, yeah, Bike Town. Bike Town, and
1: in New York, City Bike. And I see them, and they're either in their commuter bike, briefcase in the front, one hand on the handlebar, helmet, hopefully, and a hand holding up a phone. I'm like, ah, no, what if there's a pothole? What if there's a small child running out into the bike lane? What if there's garbage? Both hands on the handlebars, but they're holding their phone either to their ear or they're holding it in front of them mm-hmm. for either directions of the map or who knows. But if there's a suction cup for your windshield of your car, there needs to be like a temporary clip on directional Thing for your commuter bike so you yeah, just, just something
2: like that has like a little on. latchy grabby thing to hold yeah. on to your phone
1: clip it on see your directions clip it off as yeah. you redock your bike i don't seems have a special like a, name but seems
2: like a no-brainer to me
1: yeah something with a with a with a firm enough grip that mm-hmm. if you do hit a pothole your phone's not flying off right but you know, not so tight that it's taking you an hour to put it on your bike as you undock it because you're just supposed to like be getting home from work, or not so tight that you're gonna somehow hulk out the, <laughs> the manhole <Mamo laughs> bar.
2: And, like, <laughs> uh, I, that must be more of a New York thing because I don't typically see people on their phones on the Bike Town bikes.
1: Hmm. It must be. And I wonder if it's just like, tourists riding the commuter bikes as if they're bike rentals or if it's that new yorker is normally a downtown person and they're uptown even though uptown is a grid i would do it downtown because downtown streets can be confusing but Uh whatever or if they're a a bridge and tunnel i don't know if they're Mm -hmm. i don't know but i see it and it makes me nervous and I assume yeah, well, it's not to text. I assume it's for directions.
2: And even those little like phone clamp things, they're cheap.
1: hmm Like a good one. Yeah,
2: even, yeah, a good one is pretty cheap.
1: Oh, so they already have them?
2: Oh, well, I mean, just like something to clamp onto your bike that you can attach a phone to?
1: Yeah, Chris has one for his road bike. Mm-hmm. but it it has a like a circle and you have to screw it in and then you can pop your phone in and out of it. Oh, but I mean like a quick, th- like a, th- for a commuter bike.
2: Right. There are ones that like because of things like rain and other weather, like a little zippy pouch kind of thing that has mm. a clear front, mm-hmm. um, they're kind of like cheap. So it's kind of like if someone rips one off somehow and steals it, it's fine.
1: Fine. Oh.
2: Just like a few bucks.
1: Here I was thinking I had this grand idea. Well,
2: but the thing is, they need to be globally instituted and like installed yeah. on all of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, do you want to listen to this voicemail?
1: Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay.
2: Okay. Old I'm, school in it. I'm hoping that you'll be able to hear it. Because, okay, yeah, if I do it like that, then it should be fine. Let's see. All right, here we go. Any second now. It's loading. A voicemail from a caller. 304-804. Idea. Hey, my name is Ryan, and I just
0: moved back to New York City, where Louise is from. or currently living in it. Um, and one of the things that I dislike so much about New York is the fact that it's so dirty. And just recently, I was listening to your episode, and while I walk home, Louise was talking about how people just throw trash out, and then I was thinking, in New York City, you can return bottles for change. You can get money, and people like ravage the streets on recycling days for bottles. What happened? Or what would happen if New York City, instead of bottles, Or in addition to bottles, we did a program where people picked up trash. And per weight of the trash that you deposit into, like, a dump, for instance, per weight of that trash, you get paid money. So instead of people digging through other people's already recycled trash, they walk around and they pick up trash on the streets of New York City. They're not only improving New York City and the environment, but people are making money at the same time. That's my idea. What do you think
2: about it? Okay. All right. I've gotten some criticism in the past regarding this show about how we love every idea that comes in from every caller. (laughs) And I'm going to be honest. It's true. The fact that people are calling in with their ideas, I love it. And there's no such thing as a bad idea. That being said, I love this idea. I love it.
1: <laughs> also, we can love the ideas without them ever coming to fruition. We can None
2: of just, these are gonna come to fruition.
1: <laughs> hummus Baskin Robbins is mm-hmm. still a dream that's living inside me. Don't shoot it down. <laughs> 31
2: flavors of hummus. It's amazing. Um okay, regarding this college idea, thank you so much, caller. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, that is a great idea. So I, I know somebody who I really want to listen to this episode. I'm not going to name names, but I have a feeling that this is something that they could, you know, maybe run up the old flagpole in New York city. Okay. If you're listening, you know who you are and, uh, Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Um, but yeah, I think it's a really cool idea. I think, well, litter is a huge problem. We've mm-hmm. discussed this. Uh, you have almost murdered a person, or rather been murdered because yeah, you have been wanted to approach somebody more accurate. Uh, because of murder, because of murder, because of litter. Uh, yeah, it's a huge, huge issue. Yeah. And it's disgusting.
1: And another thing, it. It is a roundabout makes New York, other than the fact that it's litter and dirty, it makes New York less efficient and able to fall in love with it. Because, frankly, like, I think New York's the greatest city in the world. I love it so much. It's there's no place like it. It's my fave. But all the trash that ends up coming down through the stairs and onto the subway tracks and catches on fire and causes delays. Yeah. Um, I want to murder people down there, especially people who stand down there and throw the trash onto the train tracks. Like you're not only like littering and hurting the planet, you are slowing my day. (laughs) And, and so like not only like planetary implications of picking up this stuff or having birds or raccoons, not eat it or whatever's right. on the streets, rats, whatever.
2: Pizza rats.
1: Pizza rats, those trained pizza rats. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, it would just be, uh, what a dream it would be. I like, I like the, the seed of this idea. And whoever you are that's listening that knows who you are, Yes, man or woman. <laughs> uh
2: I think that it's something that could actually come to be. That's the thing with this idea is that it doesn't require like technology to catch up to it or anything like that. It just is. It's yeah. a program. It's a public program. Uh you just need to like set up way stations. The pro okay, so we do like bottle and whatever recycling in Portland, or in Oregon rather. But, like, I don't go and bring my bottles over there. I put them out with the recycling. Yeah. And they get picked up, and I pay somebody to do that. Well, the trash hauling service. I don't, like, pay a, like, a servant to bring out my bottles and <laughs> you, whatever. I And, you know, there are people who come around and they they collect the bottles for themselves to go to bring to the, the stations to do it. But it's like, I I'm not... I don't have the time and motivation and memory to to do that. But I know that in large cities, there are plenty of people who could use a few extra bucks. Yeah. Benefit from the trash and those disgusting people. Yeah. Anyway, I love it.
1: Yeah. I was even thinking the, the girl that is my ward... (laughs) I don't know what to say anymore. I'm a nanny, but she's too old for me. So like, (laughs) "Ah, I don't need a governess. Um, That's a sound of music quote. Anyway. um,
2: You're her valet.
1: Whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. The girl, the girl. Goes to a private school, and one of their graduation requirements is X amount of community service per semester. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that community service is through volunteering at an organization or, um, you know, taking someone else to hear a public speaker or
0: mm-hmm.
1: reading to little kids at daycare out loud or, or what have you. There's a million different things. You just have to do the community service, fill out the paperwork, and then the school decides if that will count as your credit for that okay. semester. Anyway, the litter thing idea could be even sort of like a, a community service for clubs or schools or organizations like you wouldn't even need to throw in the, you know, cause who's going to pay the money? Is it the taxpayers money that's giving right. you the money out of it? What if it was just like a, a movement for change and it's volunteering? It's not even, it doesn't have this capitalist,
2: Well, yeah, or maybe you exchange the litter for, I don't know, uh, coupons for, you know, uh, different food places around town or or, um, discounts on Broadway tickets or something like that.
1: Yeah, something, something that wouldn't have to be, because I imagine everybody would be like, oh, yeah, I'm... I'm going to just go outside and throw my household trash on the ground. Oh, yeah, right. Leave it for a day, pick it up, and then count that as... Why do they have to leave it for a
2: day? They could just bring it straight there.
1: I'm not thinking clearly.
2: Okay, I'm I'm about to punch another hole in this. Mm. So... The, this is just about the the weight thing, the weight of it. So um, when I was growing up, I lived near one of those, you know, arcade places that had like Skee-Ball and whatever else, and you'd get the tickets, and then you'd exchange the tickets for something that's worth like 10 cents, even though you spent like $30 there. And uh, now, places like that, they have like ticket counting machines, but when I was a kid, what they would do is they would take the tickets and put them on a scale and weigh them. Wow. And based on how much it weighed, they know how many tick. they knew how many tickets it would be. You know, this is assuming it's more than like 10 tickets that they could just count by hand. So what I don't remember if I ever did this, but I knew that people would, would wet some of the tickets like in the middle of their clump of tickets to make them weigh more.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> everything is legal in New Jersey.
2: <laughs> That's what you're learning from the Sopranos, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I actually learned that from Hamilton, but...
2: Oh, is that true? I haven't seen it yet.
1: I don't know. I mean, those are lyrics. I don't know if it's true.
2: Oh, well, fair enough. I guess maybe at a time.
1: At a time, it was. Wow. It was a thing.
2: Um... But yeah, anyway, we can move on from that idea, but I do I do love the 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 heart behind it. Me too. Yeah.
1: Me too, cuz so many ideas we have are for like products that only a certain niche of people need, but this is something everyone benefits from.
2: Or there are ideas like the one that I'm about to say, uh, which is a bowling alley called Memory Lanes. Oh! And what what you do is you bring photos of your 10 childhood enemies (laughs) 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 and they are uploaded. They're uploaded to these bowling pins that have digital faces on them so that you can see your, your childhood enemies, assuming you've got childhood enemies and you Bull, 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 and knock those bullies down.
1: Nice. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't a tell good you, idea. I couldn't
2: name that many, you know, mean kids from my childhood. Why does it have
1: to be 10 different ones? Why couldn't you have one Ooh, childhood enemy true. and put them on all the pins?
2: That's true. So one to 10 childhood bullies. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: This is memory amazing. lanes, memory <laughs> lanes, so good, so good. <laughs> All right, here's an idea I've got. Okay. Um, as we are, what did we say today was, October 19th? Whenever is today. it comes out, it's around the time of spooky ooky holidays. Okay. And I often feel like I will see people either at work or on the street, and be like, oh, that person should be so-and-so for Halloween because that is the vibe they are giving me right now, but I wonder if uh-huh. anybody's ever told them. For instance, there's this internet sensation man. This is not new. It's not even new to me, but we currently my friend group is really into it. It's the Trollolo man. He's this Russian singer, and apparently the song has words, but it was made... Internet famous or famous before that because he changed all the words to just trollolo for more accessibility.
2: But okay, he,
1: there's also a Family Guy spoof on it. It's it's not new. Really, I've never heard of this before. Oh yeah, yeah, you have. I think I'll send it to you. But the guy's okay. like Anyway, I saw a guy at the grocery store and I was like, oh that guy should totally be Troll-A-Low guy for Halloween. (laughs) But I didn't know how to, like, just go up and say this to a dude. And then I thought, what if people think that about me? Or I have groups of friends who are always like, what are you and Chris and Roland going to be for Halloween? And I know how Roland is always included. Oh, yeah, he's in it. Um, And I I know that they're asking me partly because they're curious, but also partly because they know how excited I am to explain.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because, like,
1: I just love Halloween. And I am often picking my Halloween costume for the next year on November 1st right so so I thought what if there was like a group costume or a couple's costume or a solo costume idea generator Mm. where you could upload a picture you know from Facebook or whatever and it would be like you should be so-and-so for Halloween even if it's not you know a current thing not everything has to be topical right Or, you know, you can enter your age. You can, you know, maybe answer a 10-question, 10-question questionnaire, like, Mm -hmm. "Um, I don't like pop culture. Me and my girlfriend are into, you know, cop shows on TV, and uh, it's hard to find girl-girl cop show costumes without us just being police officers, and I don't want to be that. Or, you know, so maybe then you could answer these questions and then the internet poofs out an idea that's like, you should be whatever it should yeah, be. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't think Trilolo that far guy. in advance. little guy. Um, like a, a, or my, or the girl that I work with for uh, <laughs> her, her group of friends. And there's like seven of them are always like, what are we going to be for mm. Halloween? And last year I was like, you know what you guys should be? You guys should be the Rockford peaches.
2: That's a good idea.
1: And they were all like, "We've never seen that movie," so that was the first issue. I know, but I think did last you
2: force did you force them to watch it?
1: Not yet. <sighs> I know. I think last year they were like just Greek goddesses, so they wore mm. like togas and and gold jewelry. And then the year before that, they were the Taylor Swift Bad Blood crew because <laughs> um, they're they're just different. I think. A- anywho, sometimes. I don't know. I think people forget you could be, Oh, one person's kind of tall and one person's kind of short. You guys should be Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito and be twins. Just because Mario and Luigi. Oh, uh,
2: I'm going to piggyback off that idea. A generator. Okay. Okay. So there's the generator, but then there's also kind of the way that you were describing this scenario in the first place, which is just walking around in, you know, day to day life. So I'm thinking that like, let's say end of September through October 31st, beginning of beginning part of the day, it's common practice for people to walk around with kind of like backpacks that say on them, what should I be for Halloween? Yes. And they have like post-it notes and a little slot and people can can like write stuff down and pop it in there. Or... Just wear like t-shirts and be like, help me think of what I should be for Halloween. And then Mm -hmm. people will stop and be like, you should totally be Trillolo guy. Yeah. 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 It's kind of taking away the fear of, oh my God, am I going to seem like a crazy person? Because you're giving people permission to be like, talk to me, tell me, guide me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I know Trillolo guy is like a really deep cut, but this guy that I saw at the grocery store, he just had the same facial structure, the same like eyes, the same, if you brushed his hair over instead of having it be kind of spiky, it would have uh-huh. been perfect. You wouldn't even need to buy a wig. <laughs> ah, It was just like, I wish I could just say to you, weird stranger, like, do you know what you're going to be for Halloween? Because you should be this. Louise, do you know what you are going to be for Halloween? I do. I knew last year of course, what I was going to be this year. Last year, Chris and Roland and I were Harold and Maude, and right. Roland was a sunflower.
0: <laughs> this
1: year, we are going to be Ferris Bueller, Sloan Patterson, and Road nice. Dog is going to be Cameron Fry.
2: Of course. I
1: and I them. have been acquiring pieces for this Halloween costume for a about 11 months. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: amazing. I love it. What should Laura and Maggie and I be? Daisy is going to be at a uh, doggy boarding camp because she can't handle doorbells. Mm. So that sending makes her sense. off to camp. That makes sense. So what should Laura and Maggie and I be?
0: Hmm.
1: Now you, don't you have really to come put me. Right yeah, now. I was like, you really put me on the spot because I didn't have a whole lot of time. Yeah, but so, I was thinking maybe Papa Bear, Mama Bear, and Baby Bear.
2: <laughs> the the one thing that I had thought of, uh, would be Laura and I would be Mulder and Scully, and Maggie would be an alien. Oh, <gasps> so good. Yeah, but so like, good. I have the issue where like I have to think of things that would require somebody who wears glasses because I've done somebody who doesn't wear glasses before and I can't see. Can't see. And then when you're, and then when you're somebody who doesn't normally wear glasses and you wear glasses, the costume doesn't work. Mm hmm. Yeah. hmm. I'll so use on
1: this and I will can, get back yeah, to you. You
2: can you get back to me and then we'll let the audience know who definitely doesn't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice.
2: Um, let's talk about our challenges from last time.
1: Let's do it. You You want me to go first? Okay, cool. Yeah. Last time you gave me fish tank bowl solutions. Oh yeah.
2: (laughs) So weird. It is kind
1: of (laughs) weird. So I normally come up with like 10 ideas and this one was super, super hard for me. Quick question. Mm -hmm. Did you ever have fish growing up?
2: No, I had frogs that were like aquatic frogs.
1: Okay. I had fish and it's so weird that Chris and I just talked about this, but he had said our, we, we have about four soda stream bottles and we put them in a line in our refrigerator. So we're constantly just taking the first one and then making it soda water and drinking it and then refilling it and putting it right back in the row. Oh yeah. And we're not getting the other ones, but then we'll like, let's say throw a little bit of a party at our apartment and we'll be getting the other bottles to then make soda. Cause we don't want to waste the carbon if it's just going to sit in the fridge then. And he's convinced that the water is then stale. And I said, well, it's not really stale. It's just distilled. And he mm-hmm. was like, no, that's a different thing. And I said, no, any water is distilled water. If you just let it sit for a couple of days. And he was mm-hmm. like, Nuh-uh. And I was like, yeah. And the reason I know this is because if you have fish growing up, Mm -hmm. I did, I did. Um, and I even had a little fish graveyard in the backyard. Thanks mom for letting me, for letting me have that. Yeah. I buried them. Um, some of them, some of them I flushed, but little, little headstone and everything. Um, but you can't just put water from the faucet into a fish tank because you'll kill your fish. It has to be distilled water. Mm-hmm. Um, in any case, this has nothing to do with my idea other than I wanted to talk about the water. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I feel like if you had a big enough tank and if it wasn't an actual bowl or, or globe sphere, if it mm-hmm. was more more of a, a rectangular tank or mm-hmm. the, the bowl was like a, a cheese wheel, So that there's like flat sides. You could have sort of a windshield wiper and maybe we call it a fin shield wiper. Oh my God. And you, you put it in with your fish and you just draw up the side of the tank and then with like a towel or whatever, wipe off the Mm-hmm. Fish, fish poop or whatever happens to be growing in there. And it doesn't solve the the huge problem of right. stuff on the bottom, but sometimes you have pebbles and the first you need to net the fish out and then mm-hmm. put it in temporary water and then get all of the pebbles out and wash the petals and then dump the bowl and then wash the bowl and then refill it and then sl- like gently put your fish back in it. But I was like, what if you didn't need to do that every time? What if you changed the water like once every... I I don't know how long, because it's been forever since I've had fish, but you cleaned it just enough with your fin shield wiper to get enough of the grossness out without having to really clean the whole thing every time.
2: I love the name of it. Yeah! That's so good. Uh, Here's a question. What is fish food? What do fish
1: eat? I think it's dehydrated algae. Like oh, okay. there, there's these little flakes, but I think it's just dehydrated know it's algae. Like,
2: yeah, these dry little flaky things. I just mm-hmm. had no, I'd never even thought of what it could possibly be yeah, before. Yeah, I think
1: it's like uh, kelp or algae or what, like dehydrated. Hmm, interesting. Okay, Yeah.
2: I was just curious.
1: Cool. And there's different like kinds of... Of fish Like I always had Freshwater fish I never uh, had saltwater fish And I'm sure Cleaning that kind of a tank Is even more complex But yeah. I I didn't have the knowledge To To go <laughs> off of that idea So these were just Freshwater fish solutions Sure
2: Which is more common hmm Yeah Uh Yeah that was a That was a weird Challenge But that's why They're challenges Yeah Yeah They're, ch- they're supposed to be challenging
1: <laughs> and it was <laughs> And it
2: was So uh, you challenged me to pet baths
1: Oh that's right I was going to yeah. say what was it
2: So this is a tricky one And Daisy hates being bathed uh, She doesn't like to get wet It's We have just entered the rainy season And she is not loving it um, She does enjoy getting dried off So what I was thinking was, like, and this could definitely exist, and I just have no idea, but like a powder that you put on them, and then when they go out in the rain, it's activated, and it's kind of like a shampoo, and then the rain just kind of... I know that rain is not clean water, but like... The shampoo might, you know, counteract that. And then, yeah, it kind of washes them off. And when you get back in the house, you just dry them off and it, and they're good to go. It might not be like a thorough pet bath solution, but it's at least a a patchwork idea or a towel that has like a dry shampoo kind of thing in, in it. Yeah. That, you know, you just kind of like rough around with them and... They get clean that way. They're still not going to be as clean as they would be if they had like a thorough bath.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. That's, huh. that's what I got. I, I think these are both like really great ideas. <laughs> no, I do. Because I was thinking my guy doesn't like to get baths either and he hates the rain. Yeah. But if you could just knock out two things that he hated with one thing, then he would only have to do one of them. <laughs> right. Uh,
2: I always get so mad When I see adorable videos of like dogs being super chill in the bath.
1: Mm -hmm. It's like,
2: how dare you mock me?
1: Or like a dog in a really, really cute raincoat, happy to just walk outside in his raincoat. My dog would be like, get this raincoat off me. Yeah.
2: No, (laughs) not happening. Um, Yeah, that's that's what I got. Cool. Yeah. Um, Challenges for the next episode. Okay. You got something? I do. Okay.
1: Skillets. <gasps> skillets?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Just just skillets.
1: That's all I want to say. Yeah, skillets. I don't know if there's a problem or something to be improved on or a way to store them or wash them or use them or... Okay. Just skillets. Just skillets. Okay.
2: I like it. I'm actually going to write it down because what I find myself doing is like the morning that we're about to record. I'm like, oh yeah, what was the challenge? I got to <laughs> listen to it. Challenge skillets. Okay. So your challenge for the next episode, and this may, this may be the hardest one yet. Your challenge is to come up with an idea for a way for me and you. To uh, have a better recording schedule.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll work on it. Okay, this might be the hardest one.
2: This is gonna be the hardest one. Uh, Babies require a lot of attention and time, everybody. Um, And Louise and I being on two different coasts, three hours time difference, uh, doesn't always make things easy. Uh, So, yeah.
1: Yeah, thanks for sticking it out with us, you guys, like <laughs> well, waiting I mean, on bated breath for our next I episode. Know.
2: Yeah, I'm just, I'm going I'm to go ahead and say it. I don't think that there's anybody out there that's just like, where's
1: the new one? I, Where is it? I feel like your limb just snapped because people text me often and say, didn't get a new episode. Oh my God. Yeah. No it's one's one texted of, me. It's one of our four listeners. No, I'm just one kidding. one of our four <laughs> listeners.
2: Uh, is it one that, we, is one that we are related to? Yes. Okay. Is Mare. Yeah. <laughs>
1: hey, Mare. <laughs> Mare
2: is such a gem. And look, if you want to know what ideas your daughter and I have.
1: Just call you us. Have,
2: you have our contact information. <laughs> you can ask us personally. You can get the inside <laughs> scoop. Just be like, Hey. What are you thinking of talking about on the next step? Nice. And we will tell you.
1: Or, you know, fly to either one of our homes, do a little yep. child care for John and Laura. Oh. Come, come to NYC and visit, and you can be live on a pod again.
2: I know. She was so great. Um, yeah. Seriously, watch my child so that <laughs> we can record. Um, so, yeah. I want to thank everyone for listening. Check out our Patreon page if you want to make a donation to us that might help us make things a little bit easier for scheduling stuff. Uh, If you make a donation, we do have some prizes.
1: Prizes! Limited
2: edition stuff. So check it out. Uh, If you want to be waiting for other episodes of other podcasts, subscribe to Louisa to Beaver.
1: Yes. I was just at brunch with uh some folks of another generation and they said, what are you doing lately? What are you up to? And I Uh. said, this and 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 also Louisa to Beaver. And one gentleman sitting next to me was so motivated to learn how to podcast, listen Uh. to listen to podcasts because he said, I was born in X year and Mm -hmm. I remember watching that show for 15 years. Whether yeah. it was like syndicated versions, like I would right. watch that show. I yeah. love that show. And I said, you're about to love it again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to give a shout out. Uh, it, it, well, first of all, um, Le- leave it to beaver has officially been around for 60 years, but also now we've, we've officially passed that mark, but also it was recently the anniversary of Barbara, Barbara Billingsley's death. So oh. shout out uh the Billingsley family, I guess. June Cleaver. June Cleaver. The one who started it all. Uh yeah, listen to that podcast. It's ridiculous. Louise and I have so much fun with it. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, we hope that you enjoy it too. Uh call in your ideas. 304 804 idea.
1: It's we nice to bounce it around.
2: You. We are here for you and your ideas.
1: Yeah. I mean, we can chit and chat about our ideas until the end of time, but it's fun. Today was really fun. It's always fun. I mean, yeah, but yeah.
2: It's But it's more fun when we have a caller with ideas.
1: I would have never thought of that, too. I just would have been disgruntled forever.
2: Well, you're <laughs> going to be disgruntled forever. That's a fact. That's uh, a fact. Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: Yeah. John, thanks for hanging out with me Thanks
2: for hanging out with me Bye everyone
0: Bye I don't see it happening